Word Radio On Demand, 96.1 FM and 900 AM WURD. Streaming live at wordradio.com. It's time. It's time to have real, honest, open, difficult, and inspiring conversations. It's time for Love and Life on WURD, Progressive Black Talk Media. I would like to introduce you to Ross, Sienna, Rachel, and Christian, who are the cast members of the play, The Cost of Living. Now, they're only here with us for just a few moments, so uh, I want to share them with you and bring them into the room. So without further ado, family, welcome. <laughs> Hi there. Hello, beautifuls. Hello, handsomes and beautifuls. <laughs> Welcome, welcome, welcome to Love Life. It's a pleasure to have you all here. It's a pleasure to be here. Thank you. And so I was sharing with our family members, we don't have you for, for a very long period of time, but would you please briefly tell us a little about yourselves? Ladies first. Well, Sianna, you're muted. <laughs> Christian, why do you do that? <laughs> I'm a gentleman. <laughs> I love it. Hello, I am Sienna Castro. I play Jess in The Cost of Living. I'm an actor based out of Newark, New Jersey, and I am just very happy to be here. <laughs> We're happy to have you. We're happy to have you. And uh, my name is Christian Prentice. I play John in Cost of Living. I'm an actor that's based out of Los Angeles, and I'm very excited to be in Philadelphia for the next six weeks, exploring the uh, city's history and culinary delights. And now, the lovely word. Well, look, it's restaurant week, so you, you're here at a good time. I'm in for a treat. <laughs> you are definitely in for a treat. Yeah. Uh, hey, I'm Ross, Ross Beschler. I'm an actor I'm right here in Philadelphia, and I'm uh, playing Eddie in our production of Austin. Eddie. So we have Eddie, John, and Jess, the characters in The Cost of Living. So uh, first of all, please tell us about the play. What is the play about? Tell our family members what you will. Um, you know, like themes are like, I mean, loss, love, life, disability. Two of the characters have, uh, uh, have are, are, are experiencing severe disability. Um, and both, both of them come by different ways, but both of them are in a position where they need to be taken care of. And mm. so a core of the play is this very, very deep human question, you know, about like, how do we care for each other? How do we get the care we need? You know, what, what, what's, what, how do, how do we do that in the society we live in where okay. care is sometimes even a dirty word that people don't like to talk about or think about? So this true. play puts these four people right squarely up against those those uh, problems, those issues, and makes them have to deal with it. Oh, wow. So in the play, we're taken through the lives of several characters who, ex do they actually experience, um, this is physical disability? Uh-huh, uh-huh. Wait, um, yeah, I mean, we have, so we have, we, yeah, I mean, Christian, you might want to talk, Christian, you might want to talk about your character. Yeah, John is a, a wealthy 
a PhD student at Princeton who is living with cerebral palsy and he is in a power chair. So he needs help bathing and dressing and shaving and doing some of the daily tasks to get ready for his, his life. And he hires Jess um, to be his caretaker. And they come from, I think, different different sides, uh, different ends of the spectrum. And um, and he's he's very wealthy and she's not. And so it kind of examines not only like ableism, but also like class and financial disparity. Um, and then Eddie, who Ross beautifully plays, him and his ex-wife, Ani, Ani has just been in a horrific accident and she is wheelchair bound. She's paralyzed from the waist down and only has a little bit of movement in her hand. And so there's two disabled people in the play and two able-bodied caretakers in the play. And it kind of explores what happens when we have to navigate that world of needing care and our caregivers aren't like professional caregivers. They're either doing it out of an act of love or out of an act of necessity for financial reasons. And, and what all the costs of living, they're not necessarily financial. Sometimes they're emotional or physical or mental. That is a lot. (laughs) (laughs) No, really. I mean, first of all, it's a lot to process. How do you even prepare um, to play a, a character uh, with with any disability, uh, but those disabilities especially and particularly. Um, well, Rachel, I don't know if you can hear me. Um, or if I'm muted. I should let you know that we have Rachel. Rachel is on the phone. Rachel is joining us on the phone. Rachel, I wasn't sure if you were there, but Rachel is joining us. She's another cast member, and she is. You're hearing her. That's who you hear that you don't see. So Rachel is joining us on the phone. <laughs> I am the faceless voice. Um, yes, I'm so glad to be here. Thank you for having me. I'm just on the train. We just talked about coming back to Philly. Um, and I, I just wanted to say that I'm, I'm playing Ani in the show and she is a wheelchair user and, um, she became disabled in adulthood, which is a tricky transition. Um, she was in a car accident. Just like myself, I was in a car accident and I lost my leg in that accident. And in Ani's case, she uh, became paralyzed from the neck down. So it's been a really interesting journey to sink my teeth into this role and get to play a character who is so like myself, yet completely different in so many ways. But the thing that ties us together is our shared um, experience of becoming disabled in adulthood and dealing with the physical challenges and also the mental and emotional challenges that come with that as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, um, so the question that I have after hearing you, and thank you, Rachel, for volunteering that information. Um, the question that I have is how it has to be emotional, so emotional on so many levels First of all, processing, uh, um, you know, the character and processing from your own experiences in life. How do you navigate that? How do you control that? Uh, if you do, and, and, and if not, how does that work? How do, how do you, 
I know that was there were so many questions in there, but <laughs> jump in whichever one grabs you. <laughs> I I mean, I can definitely speak for for me because I've been going through this, especially this week. Um, I think the before I really answer the question, I think the really interesting part about this play is that you think you would assume that the disabled bodies would need would be placed in a position of so much need that the caregivers themselves wouldn't need as much as the people who are requiring care. Mm-hmm. Um, but the way the play is structured is you see how everybody needs mm-hmm. care. Mm-hmm. Um, and in the case of my character, um, who's gone through so much um, with her, she's alone in the country. She's first gen. She is um, financially unstable. Um, dealing with that, me as Sienna, like learning to deal with Jess has just been it's been hard, <laughs> but it's it's kind of like this thing that we we talked about early in the rehearsal process where like, how can we like clock in and like clock out of these characters? Um, so that's been a little bit of something I've been trying so hard and failing at doing. Um, when you say that, I want, if I'm sorry, I want to mm-hmm. interrupt if you don't mind when you say that, because it's been hard. In what ways has it been hard for you? I think just when you're working on something that's super dramatic and, you know, you really want to do it right. You, as an actor, you put all of your resources into making sure that you do it right. Um, That's that sometimes it's hard to let, like, for example, if in a show, um, a character you love passes away, you know, you are going through the, the phases of grief in order to practice that character. Um, And so you kind of have to like delineate between like what is the character and what is you. And sometimes when you're working for hours and hours on something, it, 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 it takes a while to get out of it. And the cast knows I do my little TikTok dances in between breaks because (laughs) that helps me. That takes me out. (laughs) I have to do my TikTok dances in order to feel like a normal human being again. Understandable. That's so okay. So we know that Sienna does TikTok dances to even it out so that she can navigate um the the emotions um with which she is dealing with her character. So so uh Ross, Christian, what what is your release? What do you do? And Rachel, what do what do the three of you do? Do you join Sienna in her TikTok dances? Not yet. <laughs> Not yet. Okay. Not yet. But I okay. think, uh, yeah, we're also when we're, we're we'll, we'll we'll be backstage at some point, spending a lot more time together. And I have a feeling TikTok dances are going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> I do want to share. Uh, some of our family members are chiming in, and Malcolm is sharing. Uh, this is Philly, John. You will gain a few pounds eating here. <laughs> Definitely. And Eric has a question. He first shares welcome to the WURD family cost of living cast. Are you all close friends or did you connect through acting or auditioning for this play? We're yeah. close friends now. <laughs> <laughs> but well, we all met we all met for the first time on the first day of rehearsal. Um two yeah. weeks ago. Yeah. Oh wow. Uh, 
wow, it feels like a lot longer than that. It feels like two years ago. It feels like two years. It feels like I'm sure because you're you're going through the the full gamut of emotions. So so when I was asking uh, a few moments ago, how how do you prepare? How do you how do you get into this character, especially because you're dividing a fine line here? Yeah, you know, real life. Yeah, so you, uh, I, at least for me personally, I try to draw from my real life experience of mm-hmm. my my disability is not an apparent disability. Um, so I have multiple sclerosis. So some of the things from multiple sclerosis kind of um, present a lot like cerebral palsy. I have muscle spasticity and difficulty speaking sometimes and uh, trouble walking at times. And so I try to go, how is this character similar to my real life? And then I try to infuse that. And then I go, how is he different? And then I try to explore that. And I try to do it with respect and with humor. And I do a lot of research. I've read a lot of books about cerebral palsy. And I've talked to some of my friends who have it. And I've watched a lot of documentaries and videos. And just to kind of get into the the mind of what it's like to live with that condition. Um, and I don't really know if I am able to get out of it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because I'm in it. I'm in it so deeply right now. Uh, and because I'm still, we're still kind of early in the process, but it helps to have somebody always doing a TikTok dance. <laughs> to like add some levity to the situation. I'm sure it does. <laughs> see, see that? I love that. Ross, I'm looking for you to join these TikToks. Yeah, well, you know, it's funny. One thing, I mean, we've all been, you know, drawing from our own experiences. And I do want to shout our director, Jeffrey Page, who was like, you know, we're, we are dealing with these big, big, real things that, that have weight in them, you know, like mm-hmm. the act of caring for someone on a steady, long-term basis. It's, it's got weight and cost. And Jeffrey was like, we need, to, we need to make sure we're bringing this into the room in a real way. So he started convening little uh like calling on his networks in philly and convening people who are cake caretakers professional caretakers family caretakers mm-hmm. people who need caretaking we've had a lot of like sit down just round table just talks with people about lives and experiences people have like shared some really deeply felt deeply lived experience joys and heartaches and and it's been uh transmitted to us and i think in a way that has helped us get to where we are pretty quickly that's been a real gift um to have and also to feel like stories that are coming around from like you know from the neighborhoods around where where we're we're living have been kind of brought Mm to us to 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 consider and 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 be responsible for that's been a great gift and has also helped make the whole story feel very very deep and personal i like to think uh i've been thinking recently how like I, I carry Eddie, like I kind of carry him around, like in my pocket, like he's a little stone <laughs> and every <laughs> once in a while I like take him out and worry him and think about him. And then I'll put him away. Like I do have a way where he's, you know, like these characters and their troubles, they're with you all the time. Mm-hmm. You also just have to have ways of putting it away and, you know, getting through the rest of your day. I know that take listen, that takes some doing yeah. <laughs> and it takes some time getting to that point. I, oh my goodness. So Christian and Rachel, my next question is for the two of you. Um, both of you shared that you have some challenges of your own. Um, what does it mean or feel like to be in a play 
that shows us that, 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 that you know, that spotlights um, challenges in the way that this play does? Oh, I think this play is so special in that sense. Um, and as Christian so beautifully put, like, it's so incredible to, like, dive into these characters that um, are so complexly awful and complicated and mm -hmm. in transition. Um, so I think this play is such a gift and I think, you know, disability is one in four Americans, um, one in four Americans has a disability and I think it's so vastly underrepresented. So getting the chance to be part of a play that really showcases a glimpse into the life of living with a disability is such a gift. Um, and no, no two disabilities are alike. You know, we're all different, but I think it's such a facet of society that has been ignored for so long that now it feels like we're shining a light on experiences and stories that no one's ever seen before, maybe not even thought about before. So I'm really excited for audiences to get to meet these characters and to glimpse into their lives at such a tumultuous time where everything's sort of in transition. Mm. Wow. Thank you for that, Rachel. Yeah. You know, and I was going to ask too, you know, what are the, some, some of the things that you would like uh, for the audience to take away, you know, from seeing this play? But Rachel, I, I, I think you kind of summed it up there <laughs> when you were talking, you know. Yeah. But if any, if, if any of you would like to add anything more to that, feel free to do so. Uh, yeah, just to go back to the first question it feels great to play a disabled person and have them be presented in like a fully realized human way not just someone you pity not just someone you kind of ignore or feel bad for these every character in this play is a real fully fleshed out human with wants and desires and ugly parts and beautiful parts and humor and nastiness and they're complex in all of the best ways that humans are complex and it's just great to play a, a fully realized version of that and to not just let it be oh you're just the disabled person mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, and and some of the things that i want audiences to take away from this play is exactly that i want them to to realize that disabled people have the same hopes and dreams and aspirations as an able-bodied person that we still want to be loved we still want to feel seen, feel acknowledged. We still crave physical intimacy. We still crave human connection. And that we're really at our core, we're not different. We're not, we all are the same underneath. You know, and thank you to the both of you. Thank you so much for, for adding that, Christian, because I have such, I have such a problem with the word disability and disabled. I have mm -hmm. such a problem with those two words. Because the, the, the stigma attached, number one, and because there's a, this, I don't even, I can't even put it into words, but I'd prefer to say challenge because we all have challenges. We all have challenges. We all have challenges. And, uh, um, you know, when you say disabled or disability, there's another thought process that right. happens. You know, but when you say, well, yeah, well, I'm challenged with this, or I'm challenged with that, then it kind of lessens 
the, uh, the perspective or the thought in my own opinion, uh, in my own opinion, but I know it does for me. It right. does for me. Um, family, I'm, I want you all to know when and where this play will take place, but it's time for us to take just a short commercial break. Know that the phone lines are still open and feel free to continue to comment on our socials. When we come back, they're going to tell us when and when and how we can see this play. So stay with us because we're coming right back. You're listening to Love and Life with Carol Riddick on WURD, Progressive Black Talk Media. Well, hey there, family. Welcome back. You are tuned in to Love and Life with yours truly, Carol Riddick, right here on WURD. We have been talking with the cast members of play that I know you want to see. It's called The Cost of Living. It's called Cost of Living. There's no the. It's titled Cost of Living. Yes. We're talking with Sienna Castro, Ross Beschler, Rachel Handler, and Christian Prentice. All of the cast members who are sharing, um, and I know I want to see it. I know you do too. I know you do. I know you do. <laughs> so I was sharing before the commercial break when we come back, we're going to share with us all of the information we need so that we can support. Um, I do want to share with you that some of our family members are checking in. Miss Lily is sharing love. And Miss Rosalind shares that being disabled for the last 23 years, she believes it's a harsh word, but being challenged that God has kept her to be able um, makes it challenging. She can still move and know that she's capable of doing anything her heart desires. I know that's um, she thanks God for keeping her in a stable mind, body, soul, and spirit to keep moving on. And she can definitely relate. Um, you know what, Miss Rosalind, you know, I just love you to pieces. So, so, so do. And we are so grateful that you're joining us. And she shares that uh, she gives you all your flowers. <laughs> Don't put limitations on someone's life. Allow them to move on at their own pace and be loved like everyone else. Thank you. Love life for always. Loving each other. Oh, I love you. I love you. Thank you so much for that. So family, Sienna, Christian, Ross, and Rachel, tell us where, when, how. From February 2nd to, from February 2nd to February 18th, you can catch us at the Philadelphia Theater Company at the Suzanne Roberts Theater. And we, you can reach us at philadelphiatheatercompany.org. Um, we open February 7th, but we'll be running from February 2nd to February 18th. Yeah, we're right there. The theater's right there on Broad Street. Right there. What is it? Broad and Broad and uh, 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 Lombard. 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 That's right. We, we got there. We were we were trying, but we got there. So that's the Philadelphia Theater Company dot org. Is that correct? And from February 2nd through February 18th at the Philadelphia Theater Company at the Suzanne Roberts Theater. See, I was typing a little fast there. So my the, I don't know why I'm having a problem with the word the tonight, but there you have it. <laughs> Family, so that's cost of living running from February 2nd through February 18th at the Philadelphia Theater Company at the Suzanne Roberts Theater, right there in Broad and Lombard. We know because we go, we support, 
We we do. We support. We support. And if you want additional information and purchase tickets, you can go to Philadelphia Theater Company dot org. Oh my goodness. So I want to know before you all leave us if there's anything um that you will leave us with before you go. Yeah. I mean I, I I'm really excited for people to see this play because I think it's um it's ultimately it's about something that I'm really thinking a lot about in the world right now is like how do people how do people really learn to care for each other? Um, I think a lot of people, a lot of the characters in the play didn't really have a good language or way of caring for themselves or other people before they were dealing with some of the conditions in the play. And it's interesting that although there's a lot of tragedy and awfulness in it, there's also, it provides them surprising opportunities to learn something that they might not have learned about how important other people can be and how to care for other people. And I just think that's that's something I'd really like people to to see. That's a gift right there. And Sienna, you said something um, uh, when you were talking about being a caregiver, your role, uh, Jess, being a caregiver. Uh, it's so, what you said was so right about um, people not really taking or not even realizing, maybe not taking into consideration, but not realizing that the caregiver needs care too. And so I'm, I'm anxious to see the play. I will be there, be there supporting you all. And I'm looking forward to supporting all of you. I want to thank you, uh, Sienna, Rachel, Ross, Christian, for just coming and sharing just some love with us. Just thank you so much. Thank you for sharing this information with us so that we can support family once again. I want to let you know that's Cost of Living running from February 2nd through February 18th, right? The Philadelphia Theater at Susie Roberts, Broad and Lombard. <laughs> we got it. We got it. We got yeah, it. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Will you all come back to visit with us again? Please. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And Rachel, thank you for joining us from the train, poor baby. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for having said, me. I'm so bummed my train is delayed. Well, be, listen, be careful and be safe, okay? Be careful out there. All right. So mm -hmm. I'm going to say goodbye to you all. And thank you so, 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 so much. We'll see you soon. Okay? Thank you, Joe. Thank you so yeah. much. Thank you. <laughs> You've been listening to Word Radio On Demand. Listen live at 96.1 FM, 900 AM, and online at wordradio.com.